Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, hey, Gator Nation. Welcome back to the Respect Our Decision podcast. This is our raw reaction episode for Florida versus LSU. With me, as always, is Mike. What's going on? And the hype man, Wes. Good, Gator Nation. And we're here to talk about it, the good, the bad, and the ugly, guys. And, um, you know, as y'all already know, a lot more bad, a lot more ugly than the good yesterday, but we're going to hit it up and we're going to talk about it and share our opinions. And I'm sure a lot of them will match yours as always guys, make sure you uh, check us out on all your podcast providers. We're available everywhere that you get your podcast from. Give us a download and um, check us out on YouTube. As always respect our decision, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell so that you get a notification every time we upload new content. As always, if you'd like to support us on Patreon as creators, you can hit us up, respect our decision. As a reminder, every dime that we make, guys, from from your support, we put back in this show just to get better. Um, Rough week, guys. But Oh, before we get started, guys, quick shout-out to our sponsor, camwoodsupplements.com. Make sure you go check out them and use code RESPECT20. Save 20% off your first purchase. Um, but before we get in our pre-ramp, guys, real quick, as you know, our boy Mike was in the trenches again yesterday. And uh, just real quick before we get into the game, we want to find out, Mike, how was it down there yesterday? It seemed like it was pretty electric early. No, it actually was. Everyone was in good spirits, man. Um, I was definitely tailgate hopping, but, you know, places packed. Um, just, you know, 
you know, you, you couldn't tell anyone, you know, the season wasn't, you know, we were out of contention. Um, it was all positive vibes. You know, everyone was talking about, you know, um, just a outlook, positive outlook for the program, all in good hopes, you know, essentially seeing it, you know, as it was, you know, you know, we're in year one, but like, look at the, you know, we have, um, and even the frat houses had it, you know, the, the kids on campus. So it was, you know, it was really positive vibes throughout uh, packed, you know, uh, people got there relatively early for the tailgates as well. It wasn't like Kentucky when it was a ghost town. I didn't lose a lens off my, uh, off my sunglasses. So, I mean, I thought, I, I thought we were looking good. And even the crowd, you know, 90,000 people, 90,000 plus kept it going throughout. It was loud. You know, the sideline had, you know, some heavy hitters on there and, Crowd once again did its thing, you know. Um, no matter you know, no matter good or bad, they stayed with the team throughout. You know, we'll obviously get you know into the you know nitty gritty of it, but you know, throughout this whole season, one thing has been constant. That's been um, you know, Gator Nation uh, supporting the team. So I'm definitely proud of the um, the fans um, with this. Yeah, man. It. it- Came off as electric. I know, um, you know, with big pump up of the Tom Petty day and all that, um, came across as really loud. ESPN gave us a lot of love with that, showing the celebration. And um, I, I know it had to be hard to hang in there for four quarters, especially uh, especially that third quarter. It was, whoo, she's yeah. That one, that I had to say. My attest to my fanhood about uh, not not taking a walk around the stadium there for a second. <laughs> well, guys, we're going we're going to jump right into it, and we're each going to give a kind of a, a a small little rant on what we thought from yesterday. Um, not going to try to get it too long winded, or you know, I know we all have our own little rant there today that we want to give. So, Wes, why don't you kick us off, man? What what what's what's eating at you about last night's game? I mean, the probably the same thing that's eating the entire Gator Nation, you guys as well. I mean, our defense. Um, I know Mike has mentioned this in the past about if you hold a team under thirty, you should win. I mean, to me, the same. It's the same thing if you score over thirty. You feel like you should win that ball game. I mean, for them to score on seven straight possessions. Is ridiculous. I mean, around here, we are used to, um, for the last maybe 10 years or so, not being able to score, but our defense always kept us in ball games. That was the thing we could hang our hat on. We may not have a quarterback. We maybe can't score a lot of points, but our defense will keep us in the game. And to me, that they have been the standard around here. And to, to see what our defense is putting out there, uh, really, the last two years uh, is crazy. It, it's frustrating um, for, and it's not like it's like third and short. Sometimes, I mean, you, that, that's advantageous for the defense. I mean, for the for the other opposing team, excuse me. But when you're in third and longs and, and allowing these things, I mean, it, it was the most frustrating thing. I I I I, I couldn't stomach it. So, to me. <laughs> We, we got to be better, man. Um, I don't know if it's scheme. I don't know if it's players. Uh, could be a, it, it, 
I, I would say I think it's a mixture of both. Definitely. Um, so th- that's just my thing. I think it's a mixture of both, and that's my. Uh, we're gonna hit on some other things later, but to me, the defense was just horrific, and I haven't seen that in in a while. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think we're all with you on that. Um, Mike, what you got to add? You're muted, Mike. Hi. <laughs> I, second time, I pressed the button. Promise. <laughs> I pressed the damn button. All right. So, anyways, um, I'm absolutely pissed or livid about the um, defensive effort, effort overall. And I'm definitely going more in depth. Um, just multiple talking points on that. So, just the defense overall. Um, I'm actually uh, quite proud of AR on this one. And the. Uh, the last one, I just our O line. I don't know what's going on, but uh, it's it's yeah, it's a lot to be desired. So I mean, those those are going to be the main ones, just to be you know fully transparent. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you said what you said about AR because that that's you know we can rant about the defense all day. I don't. I mean, a blind man Stevie Wonder could rant about our defense. It it, it don't take much. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and just go off like I would like to, uh, Wes said it best. I think it's a very large combination of players and coaching. Um, Tony doesn't get a pass in this. I know he still needs his players and whatnot, but you still need to see progressions throughout the season. And we've seen regressions. So to me, that, that, that says a lot, um, about certain players, some players have definitely shown flashes, um, and Ventrell Miller is continues to be what Ventrell is. I mean, the heart of the defense, but unfortunately the rest of the body is not very good. So um, I saw a lot of people, though, in the last 12 to 16 hours, I guess, talking about AR in the offense, and – I don't, I don't, I don't get where y'all are coming from on that. I just don't. Is AR a Heisman winning quarterback this year? Absolutely not. Did AR give you everything you needed to win that football game yesterday? One hundred percent. You put thirty-five points on the board. I, I, you said thirty points. I'll take it better. If you score twenty-five to twenty-eight points, to me, you should win most ball games. I mean, given at the University of Florida, your defense should be good enough. At least that's always been our standard to keep us to that. So I understand, like I, I put out a tweet uh, about, you know, I understood the, the frustrations with AR under in the UK game and the uh, USF game, but blaming the offense and, and AR for anything that happened last night or saying AR was inconsistent. What did you want? Did you want him to score every single drive? Because that's what would have taken he would have had to do last night to have won that game. So um with that being said, I know Mike has one more point he wanted to add before we move on, Mike. Yeah, so being at the game, I was at the, like I said on, on Thursday's show. Uh LSU um when Tom Petty actually passed and we uh we had we had the um in, 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 initial uh, won't back down song playing, they played over it. They were they did it again. Oh, it was whole whole. I want to say like whole second half. They were playing it. 
I'm not even inviting them. I, I don't know how. Oh, it, I, saw, I, saw I don't know how it that. occurs. Okay, but what uh, what I saw was absolutely so tasteless from those corn dogs. I'm going to Death Valley next year, and uh, I'm gonna bring. I mean, I, some harmonica. I don't know, but uh, something's gonna occur. Maybe you should just walk around talking about Mike the Tiger or something like that. The one that died from cancer. The one that that died from cancer. When they killed? Yeah, I mean, I I saw um, a couple of people actually tweet that out at Scott Strickland last night that um, that that whatever needs to be done, don't let those bastards back in our stadium. Absolutely. Um, Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. There's no need for that. Big shout out to the fans and people that were there that uh, gave reaction to that and tried to shut that down. Y'all are the it real hero- y'all are it the was. real heroes. Yep. Um, hope y'all didn't get in trouble, but if you did, you 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 did the right thing. Trash was thrown, and it looks like the. Oh, I heard I heard somebody threw a twelve dollar beer on the band, and I was like, that man was a true American hero. Uh, it was a uh, more, <laughs> more than one, and it, it, and how and how they were situated, their section over. So they, they were getting – it was um, some long tosses. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, As you know, if you listen to our uh, weekly show, we started doing a pick six on every show of things that we need to do to, to beat our opponent and things we need to avoid. And um, we're going to go over that and talk about how we uh, did and didn't do in those categories that we had listed in our show. I think you all already probably know where that's going to go. But let's – uh. Let's start it off. We're going to start off with uh, Wes's um, what we needed to do to beat LSU. Run more plays and convert on third down. Wes, I'd say we did pretty good. I mean, we didn't do bad on that. Nah, I mean, I I, I cannot – even if the numbers may not show it, we, we both – me and you just both said we, we scored enough points to win the game. Uh, so the offense started off with a bang to beat the deep bomb. So – Think we're good. Yep. Mike, you said at least an average game from AR and a fast start. I mean, holy crap. Two plays in, we had a touchdown on the board. Listen, <laughs> I, I, myself and Billy Napier, okay, we did our jobs. Okay, <laughs> AR, we're on the same page. Now, <laughs> once again, I'm going to save the other content for later in the show, follow the outline, but I, like, I can only do so much. I was in attendance. Okay, I contributed to the crowd noise. I contributed to the, uh, you know, um, their, their band. Okay, so I think some gas money needs to come out of a certain. Oh, um, here we go again. Coordinator's pocket. This is adding up, man. I just had an oil change. Hate to break it to you, synthetic oil is not cheap. All right, <laughs> not cheap. Oh my goodness. Um, mine was get pressure. LSU 122 in the country and in, in, in sacks allow. We got one sack. Brenton Cox got that, missed one early in the game, had him wrapped up in the backfield and let him go. It happens. I but we didn't I don't believe we got fairly close the rest of the game Clo- to getting it. Close running lanes off. Or for him. Yeah, but man, I just I'd love to see. You've got five-star talent on the defensive line. Um, the only other time we got close, we got flagged for a penalty. But we'll discuss that in a little bit. Anyway. Okay. 
Three things the Gators needed to avoid. Hmm, I wonder what those were. Wes, keep what you keep doing what you're doing on first and second down and force them into third and long and get off the field. Hmm. I mean How'd that turn out for us. <laughs> I, I couldn't have given our D coordinator a better blueprint to win the game. And they he failed. Snack money. <laughs> Something, man. <laughs> I mean, you got to be – I mean, I addressed it in my event earlier. I mean, you said we – I mean, it, that was – when I say sick to my stomach, as a former defensive player, that was that was sick, man. I mean, to watch it start off that way, and then I have made up my mind it's going to be a long day. I, I said it's going to be a long day. Once I saw the first two – because the first two were long. The defense, they were they, – first and second down, they won. Third down, long, convert. Convert, convert. And by that time, I just say, okay, AR, you're going to have to put on a show. Yep. Wes, I mean, Mike, excuse me. Huh. Chunk play scrambles by uh, Jaden Daniels. Didn't have him. I'm he doing my job. He didn't, right? do all, he didn't get a whole lot. He, he, he got a few. He got a few. Not, but, not terrible. Listen, I'm giving blueprints to succeed, okay? Oh, Jesus. I'm trying here, man. <laughs> I can't make the cornerback turn around for the ball, all right? <laughs> I can't do that. These uh, my this is the only time I'm batting a thousand, so I'm gonna milk this for all it's worth. But that was once again correct and it was handled. So I will give Tony credit for that. We had no trunk plays, and that could be once again, you said you want sacks, right? We all want sacks. Honestly, I think plugging the running lanes for um so Jaden um uh, so uh, Daniels couldn't scramble is more important than sacks in this particular game. Mine was don't force the ball. LSU had a great pass defense, 28th in takeaways. I mean, or, hey, no turnovers for the offense yesterday. Um, had a, and, and a bunch of his incompletions were throwaways, which, are, you know, was smart plays. Didn't try to force it. Or um, scramble. Yeah, I mean, he threw one bullet to to Justin Shorter on that same slant route, and people were like, "Oh, why do you call that play there?" The play was there. Uh, could Ar take a little bit off of it? Probably. Can Shorter still make that catch if he wants to play in the NFL? Probably. I mean, yes, you good. got you got to convert the play. I mean, it, that comes down to it. It was it was there, so. That's it as far as pick six goes, guys. I mean, we were we our points were there. Um, some were some were taken and done well, and the others just completely thrown out the window. So that move said we're gonna move on down. Mike's gonna cover a few things stat wise for us, and we're gonna just kind of react to them and give our give our reactions to them. Mike, yes, yeah, us. Uh, based on uh, for LSU, so uh, going into the game, their uh, their main one of their main uh, points there was uh, their first half woes, excluding Southern U. Now facing uh, Florida State, they had scored three points uh, and they were losing in, that, in the first half. Mississippi State they scored seven points once again losing. New Mexico, yes, New Mexico, they're winning at the half. We'll give them credit for that, but once again, seventeen points. All right, Auburn, 14 points, losing in the first half. Tennessee, seven points, losing in the first half. UF, 28 
Yes, that is uh, more than New Mexico. So just, you know, in perspective there. Um, oh, and, oh, and by the way, they were playing in Baton Rouge against New Mexico. So, you know, just to uh, pour gas on the fire there. All right, also, Jaden Daniels, not a bad quarterback, not a good quarterback. You know, he is what he is at this point in his uh, um, career. But we made him look like a Heisman candidate who belongs in New York, and it was utterly disgusting to, to watch. We put him – I saw a tweet today earlier. I hate to cut you off on that. No, go for that it. That we put Joe Burrow I – mean, we put Jaden Daniels in Joe Burrow categories. He was better than Joe Burrow the first time he was in Gainesville. He got – And I saw that. Second early. LSU player ever to have six touchdowns. Six quarterback. <laughs> I'm sick again. 23 of 32, 349 passing yards, three tu- three passing uh, touchdowns, 44 rushing yards, three rushing touchdowns. QBR this season, first power five teams, 56.7, 61, 63.1. First you left, <laughs> 93.6. Got to love that. So, and he just looked cool, composed, you know, didn't look, you know, like we were bothering him the whole game. This, but that goes to back what Hirsch was saying with the pressures. So, all right, now um, on to – I mean, actually, before we move on, what do you uh, – Wes, what do you think about uh, LSU so far with, um, you know, some of those stats are? It looked like he was, Daniels was playing seven on seven. That's how I felt watching the game. It was – it looked That's like – That's a good call. That's yeah, a good, good call. Seven <laughs> on seven. Uh, I don't – I it, it was crazy, man. It would, to me, like I said, it looked like seven on seven. Uh, Hirsch brought up Jane, uh, the Dane. I think they said that. I think uh, Burrow had like six times that year. He had six TDs in one game, and we put that guy in Joe Burrow's category last night. I mean, I, I'm to the point where I think LSU might. I don't. Maybe they own us. I don't know. Maybe it was if, whether it was Ogeron, Les Miles, and now this this coach here. Like they, these games when we figure we should win, I'm not. I don't, I don't know how to see it in any way, but, yeah. It, it it goes to – it's a rivalry in terms of – that's what I'm saying. Like, the past – I forgot the exact, but it's like I think overall it's 33-30. So overall 33, record 30, – 30, Yeah, I'm sorry. 33. 33, 33 losses, and three. Three, three times. Three times. I want to say. But the last 10, I want to say they uh, – I forgot exactly, but it's like they – we only won three. They won seven. But it's always a good game. Once again, this was – they won. They – in terms of win-loss, they own us. But in terms of it's a good game or not, it's a good game or not, it's guaranteed. It's absolutely. So, the Hurst, did you have any um, uh, yeah. thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, it's not like we were magically out-schemed or, you know <laughs> – it, 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 we weren't as far as that. No, I'm not saying like Kelly and them are not some, you know, like just some had some great thing. They just. Okay. I see what you're saying. They took advantage of a, of a terrible defensive game. Like, and yes, I know what you're saying. Uh, the defensive coordinator scheme obviously comes into effect, but there are good players on this defense that just don't execute at all. I mean, it's it's you watch Jaden Hill get run downfield and his receiver turn around and he just doesn't react. Yeah, and we'll touch I on mean, that more in the UF one, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's 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 just 
That's you can't. I mean, don't tell me Corey Raymond isn't teaching these kids how to cover a, a turnaround, you know, a curl or any of this. Like they know, but they can't. It's almost like they can't. And I don't want to. I mean, I hate to say this too, but man, I think we may have drastically overrated uh, Jason Marshall at this point in time too. But you know. Argument for another day on that, I guess. Um, All right. So um, moving on to uh, University of Florida, though. Now, just to uh, just continue what uh, Hurst was saying, kind of the this defense um, overall, a couple stats here. Per PFF, the Gators had 21 missed tackles versus LSU. Now, a lot of, a lot of smart individuals told me that was a Grantham problem. We're a lot more physical this year. Yeah, that's a lie. Okay, um, I think, and it goes back to that's a uh, that's a mentality problem. So you know, it comes down to the Jimmys and Joes. I mean, it's the, we didn't bring up bring. There's not that many true freshmen getting you know PT. Shamar Jennings had a beautiful uh, tackle, a chase down. I mean, Moore's not playing. You know, so it's. I saw Korma, uh, Kamari get in on a couple plays there. But other than that, I mean, it's yeah. still leftover talent. But you still have the opportunity to flip the roster to be a transfer portal. So um, if, if there's, it shouldn't be this bad of tackling it. Because I was told they, they don't practice it that, for the reason. So if you're practicing it, then it's now it's on a new coaches. So, I mean, I'm hearing excuses at this point, Wes. To me, it was lack of effort uh, watching on TV, Mike. I don't, I don't know if you have to rewatch it, but it's a couple times you see players. You know how, again, I reference me, you play defense side of the ball. I, heard, I can't remember if you played defense or not, but we've Old always school, been talking. We played both ways. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, first a first played eight man football. football. I, and, I played in a leather <laughs> helmet. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, Mike, I know we talked about uh, not we talked about, but uh, reference to what you just said as far as mentality. We've heard you heard you hear this when you're in uh, Pee Wee, eleven hats to the football. And right now, I don't see eleven hats to the football. I see a lot of guys sometimes standing, uh, not giving or uh, giving half for the efforts. Or when the running back break, breaks loose again from the initial guy, they're like, oh, now they're trying to react instead of you there already to assist with that tackle, meaning when you say 11 hats to the tackle, to the ball, that you may see four or five guys there. So if he breaks loose from one guy, the, the second guy is there and the third guy is there. And right now, to, to your point about the mentality of the football team, I don't see that. I see a lot of guys watching. Um, This is funny you brought that up. Me and Mike actually talked about this earlier um, in a phone conversation. Um, It's a mentality, but that's also a coaching point. Thank you. 11, 11 hats to the ball is a – you teach that in, in Pop Warner football. Yeah. Wherever the ball goes, you go. Mm-hmm. It's 11 hats to the ball. And on um, Josh Williams had the 50-yard run that should have been a two-yard loss. Gervon had him in the backfield, and everyone's like, oh, he's got him. And the exactly. next thing you know, he bounces outside and he runs. And that's it's an is that an effort thing? Partially, yes, absolutely. 
Um, as a football player, you had enough pride to say, I want to go out there, excuse my language, but I was always taught one guy holds him up and then you go up and put his dick in the dirt. No, that's what, a- you know, absolutely. And, and that's, and, and that's a coaching point. Yeah. Yep. And, and when I played my, t- uh, my, we weren't a record, absolutely nothing to brag about, but, and we made it in terms of, I mean, it turned out to be um, effort, but we made it, it was a, it was a pride thing, you know, uh, but it also fun at the same time, you know, we, a couple guys hold them up. We're D line. We're literally jumping on the pile and the refs. Hey, don't do that. I said, I literally looked and said, blow the whistle. Hey, blow the whistle. So Play to the whistle you blows. can get, um, you get the buy-in. It doesn't take the talent, but get, you can get the buy-in. So you, there's no way for, let's just, Forty, fifty kids aren't buying in. So what? Like, I'm questioning, like the uh, the coaches on this part. I'm not saying they can't get it done. Obviously, we have a really good staff. But I mean, what else needs to be done in order to change that mentality? So at that point, if you if the core play um, your core players, you need to hit the transfer portal and well, get players that fit. Your mentality, not only scheme, both. That that goes back to, and we've said this before. There is still a rotten mentality on this roster. I know, I know I, absolutely. I know you agree. Um, at some point, you may have to say, you may have to say, I don't care how long you've been here. Your ass is riding the bench because you don't. If you're not going to go hard, I will find somebody that will. I don't care what your nil deal is. I don't care what your potential draft status is. Uh, I don't give a damn because my job, it only, oh, sorry, Hirsch. my job is to win football games at the University of Florida. First and foremost, that's what they paid me millions of dollars to do, to get the players that could win the ball game and win ball games at the University of Florida. Not to get number zero drafted. Sorry, saying it, you know. I know that comes with a job. You want to do what's best for the kids. But the kids got to do what what they were put on scholarship and given NIL deals to do at the same time. And if you're not out there, you know, playing team ball and playing hard, I'll find somebody that will. And sometimes if you bench, I don't care how good he is, um, for um, Gurr for missing tackles, for example, just say that, random player. Um, I, don't, I don't want to bench, by the way. But it, sometimes it takes one Flips bench. Switch. One one benching. It doesn't have to be a whole youth movement. It could be one player. Flips so. the switch. Yep. But no. So um. Yeah, so moving down. Like I said, moving on for some more stats per team rankings. This is where it's uh, sickening. We are one thirty one out of one thirty one. Yes, that is dead last for the mathematicians <laughs> out there. Um, on opponent third down uh, con- uh, conversion at fifty four point four three percent, we are seventy six six nationally with one point eight sacks per game. That's Hershey's stat there. Seventy second with two hundred forty two opponent passing yards per game. Hundred sixteenth with one ninety nine point two opponent rushing yards per game, and seventeenth with thirty opponent. Points per game, so I mean that's just absolutely atrocious. So are we still blaming Todd Grant, Todd Grantham? 
No. No, I mean, because I was told it was scheme. That's how it was, it was Grantham. So technically, a good uh, if it's a good, no, no matter what the player, correct me if I'm wrong, Pierre. If it's a if it's a real it's, um, damn good DC, he's gonna get that. If, if you're ranked 80th overall, he, he'll get you the 60th, based on pure scheme. I mean, what do you guys think? I, go ahead, Wes. Why don't you comment on this? You can go ahead. Go ahead. I just don't. My whole problem is is, and we've talked about this since we were doing recruiting videos before the season recruits want to see progression on the season. Uh, fans want to see it too, though. As fans, we want to see the team. I can handle a loss. Maybe if I at least see my defense hustling and not giving up, uh, you know, bowling ball tackles where they're just bouncing off and going down the field, you know, and wide open third and, 15 third and 20 conversions. I just that is regression. It's not progression. And that's what bothers me the most. That you would expect seven games in with a new staff, you would start seeing some of these guys that were not getting it done early in the season starting to have the light switch come on. And we're not seeing that. For for most everybody, and that's what's crazy. It, it, the funny thing is what I saw what was initially going to be the Achilles Hill. I'm seeing a lot of um, a lot of folks playing a lot better. You know, Defensive line, D line, and Bernie's yeah. playing solid. I, like, and I called him the Antichrist multiple times. So and he um, got and he got hurt early in the game and still got back in. Absolutely, there Justice Boone's what it, looks, it appears to be a leader amongst the D line. You know, we have Sap coming in and out of there. Desmond, you know, Watson that's playing his ass off. So I mean, I'm seeing a lot of uh, progression amongst the, the, what I thought we were getting murdered on. One, you know, one person, one injury away from. I got this. another, another, and small now it's actually that, the secondary. So. I saw about Desmond Watson today, guys. Desmond Watson is doing his job. Desmond Watson's job is not to be in the backfield every play. Learn what a nose tackle is supposed to do. Eat up blocks. He's supposed <laughs> eat to eat up, up blocks. Eat up space. Yeah. For the backers. Golly, I've seen so many people complaining that Desmond needs. He's, to be on the he's field. probably he's probably been the the key to what you guys pointing about. Where we we always mentioned how Bernie's progressed. He's probably been key in that allowing Bernie to not have to take on. So many of those second level blocks. Exactly. To be able to have him free to roam around. That's his job. He in turn has made Bernie a better player. So Yeah. I didn't want to go too deep on that, but I just saw people complaining about, you know, well, Watson doesn't even need to be on the field. Yes, he does. He's earned that right in practice by playing and working hard. He's getting more and more snaps every game and he's doing what a nose tackle is supposed to do. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot more people to focus on this defense than what Desmond Watson's yeah. doing. Like our corners, for yeah, example. But anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might roll. Yeah, so we'll get there. All right, so now <laughs> to uh, the man in the spotlight. Good old Patrick Tony. I was I was uh, lied to. I was told he's a secret sauce. You know, I hope I am. I I hope he he turns out to be. I truly do. Um, but right now, all I'm going to say is this. I haven't DM'd Jeff Collins yet. Oh, Jesus. I may have followed him on Twitter. 
That's all I'm going to say. He don't care. No, but um, in all seriousness, I know you can't fire a guy off for one year. I'm um, trying to take it, you know, I'm trying not to, you know, jump off the cliff, you know, just fire off the tweets, but I'm trying to look at the bright side of things in terms of progression. But I really want to know what the hell is going on with the secondary. So, um, you know, we'll get in that in a little bit. But at this point, just flat out, what do you guys think? Um, I think it's a blend. Let's for a question for you guys. Schemer players. I personally think it's 70, maybe 65, 35, but like 70, 30 scheme to players. Because if you're a good coach, you're gonna you're, you you will eventually have the scheme you run. However, if you have players who can only who can probably only run man, you will adjust it. Or you like a Mike D'Antoni, you can only you know Mike Leach who can only run air raid, air raid for example. He's not gonna run eye formation. He, he doesn't have the ability to. So my whole point is run more man coverages. Don't like I. I think Jason Marshall is still as talented. I just don't think he's his own corner. He he actually did switch up coverages late later in the game yesterday. That's that's that what I was going to point out. Like, as much so, I mean, we're still yeah. like we're at what week are we in, and we're still week playing, seven. Yeah, I, I, I mean, get what I get what you're saying. I'm just saying he did start to switch it up in because obviously what we weren't running in the first half wasn't working, or the rest of the season. And he did start to switch it up. And even yeah. then, that was like the play I was talking about about Hill on the yeah. stop and go. And he just yeah, – the guy stopped, and Hill just had his shoulder turn and just kept running. And then, oh, he's not here anymore. I'm I glad you brought that one up. I, was, I meant to say something earlier about it. Um, not, not only – I know Mike said we'll talk about Hill later. But on that play, he did get – like the rep – and wide receivers do it to DBs all the time. There's nothing you can do. He nudged – it was a good play by the wide receiver because it didn't get called, to nudge at the separation at the end. He did it. If you go back and watch it, he nudged them off to, to catch the ball. But, but to the general point of what we were talking about as far as scheme versus uh, the players, on the very first series, on that very first third and long, when he had all day in pocket, Mike, you, I know you were in the, in the game, Dean left his own. Dean, yes, Dean, Dean bit. Dean went Dean up bit. and let the receiver come right behind him. You, it replayed it on TV. You, you see him go up. That's yeah. on Dean. Again, he scooted up and left his own. If he stays in his own, the play's not there. But then on that particular play, Daniels had 20 hours to throw the, throw the football. So he switched and started blitzing. We, we, people were talking like, maybe we should blitz more on third down because us playing that zone ain't working. We blitz. The corners got beat. I don't, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what no. to do. If you no, and, and I that's why I'm like, listen, I'm is a lot of it's a, mullen, a lot of mullen players. All right, so like I'm not jumping <laughs> off a cliff. A lot, some no, I know, I'm not. highly frustrated on, and yeah. I know he can't make a corner turn <laughs> around. Now the play you're talking about is literally right in front of me. It was a, like you said, it was a nudge. But end of the yeah. day, he was in a position to make a play on the ball. None of these corners made a play on the ball. That's the biggest thing. So it's like nudge aside, no. He's it's all reactionary. Football. It's all yeah. reactionary. Get your head around. And that's my biggest thing is it's like, okay, he caught the ball, now I'm going to run up and make the tackle. It, well, at that point, you've already got 20 yards. I, yeah. you know. Uh, and the, West, the play Wes is talking about was just prototypical, the same thing we've been talking about for four, five, six weeks. 
<laughs> play your assignment. Don't yeah. go try to be a hero. Yes. Uh, don't, you know, it, stay in your zone and play your zone. It's your assignment. If you don't do your assignments, the play don't work. And, and you know, you're you're been here five years. He creeped up. <laughs> I, I, I have reached that point where I want to see more young guys on the field because I think that's the only way we're going to have progression for next season is to get start getting some of these guys more and more snaps. Otherwise, we're going to be facing the same battle. But anyway, that's, you know. And another thing, well, to some people, like, they're talking about talent, losses, and that. Yeah, we did lose Elam. But last, last year, for example, he was injured most of the year and did miss some games. And we also, at the same time, Bernie has progressed exponentially. We've added Ventral Miller. But at the same time, like I said, tackling still piss poor. Yeah. So that's all. I, I, I'm Right now at this point, I want him, you know, I'm not here to, I'm not trying to fire him. I'm, I am evaluating. I'm putting more on a plate. Got to see um, progression. Absolutely. All right. So. With the just to touch on it really quick, I know we've been skimming over it. Uh, cornerback play, playing a ball. Do you think we can? This will get fi- fixed by the end of the year. I don't know if it's going to get fixed, but I sure would uh, expect to see. God, I hate to keep saying the same thing. I'm a broken record, but I've got to see some damn progression as somebody. I got to see saying. somebody. I mean, more, more is your only one left. <laughs> what we saw last year at a not last year, excuse me, last week at a hill was very like, wow, that's great. That's what I want to see. And then it was like this week it was like, you know what? Nobody do it. Let's just all go, you I'm, know, do the same thing. I'm talking about we we, we were all on uh Travis Johnson and Perkins for a slot. It wasn't the slots this week. It was the we, outside whoa, whoa, corner. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We <laughs> Oh, you well, stop looking me, me into to the Travis Johnson. Me and hers. Like, me and hers. Hand, okay. Well, and then me you and got hers. like like Perkins on Twitter wondering why he's not playing. I mean, I know why. But 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 to <laughs> me it wasn't to me it wasn't the slot position. These were the outside corners. Whether it was Jalen Kimber, whether it was uh, Abraham, his got overturned. Whether it was uh, Marshall, whether it's uh, uh, who am I missing? Uh, Jaden Hill. All great. four. All four. Of those oh yeah, guys. they rotated. Everybody was food. Everybody. Jaden Hill was literally picked on. Like, um, who was that? What was it? Williams? Who's the one in Georgia? DJ McWilliams. Oh, I still have nightmares. Well, yeah, that, that's just that's the last time I saw a player get picked on that many times. They were looking for him. Yeah, and, and Wes, we've we've known each other for years. What have I always said about Jaden Hill? Do you recall? If we get <laughs> if he gets significant time at the University of Florida, PT, that's a problem. Oh, okay. I'm glad he had his time. I'm glad he had his, you know, time in the sun, but like <laughs> he ain't in. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, a corner a corner on two bad knees is not a is not a good thing ever. Yeah. Uh, but that I I wish the best for the young man. Absolutely. I I I, I love his fight, and that's great. Once again, it's to find the best 11 players to be on the field at the University of Florida. Absolutely. And the last thing, one thing I saw, um, it was my, it was at the end zone. I was at the run, their run defense is atrocious. So it was one particular play. I'm going to say uh, Ventral missed it. Um, I forgot to possibly uh, Daniels go, going in for a touchdown. 
They're not squeezing down on the receiver. They're just getting blocked. They're staying, staying pretty much blocked at the pylon. You got to squeeze squeeze that down to help out your help out the linebacker. So knowing that, and they lost contain on another play. So they're playing piss poor run defenses as well. So I mean, it's it's it was just overall an atrocious day. I don't know if you guys saw that at all. Yeah, I saw it. Both uh, both run ins he had. But, all right, now for the offense. We we'll get some good news there. Now for the offensive line. Um, just overall, what do you guys think? I, last week, I was I had a problem with uh, uh, protection as far as giving AR enough time. Today, he today yesterday, AR had enough time to throw to go through his reads and decide. Like Hurst talked about earlier, I want I'm gonna throw this one away, or this time I'm gonna scramble because nothing. There. I mean, he had time to literally sit and go through each read, decide where they was there, and take off. That was that was that was good to me. As far as running the ball, I see I saw a center. I'm not gonna try to pronounce his first name. <laughs> oh, well, we will. Whipped. Mm-hmm. Whipped. Uh, He's actually our next talking point. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the right guard that came in for Torrance. Uh, he has some ups and downs. You expect Richie from- Leonard. Richie, yeah, yeah, Leonard. Countdown County alum. And uh, Hirsch, did, uh, what about yourself? Uh, well, just as, as Wes just brought up, um, Kingsley spent about as much time in the backfield as our running backs did. Um, I just – Not the first time this season. I, and it's not. And we hyped up this offensive line at the beginning of the season – and I wouldn't say they've been a disappointment, but they have not lived up to their full potential. Um, get, if you're a center, you can't be getting pushed into the backfield off the snap because that disrupts your handoffs. It disrupts, you know, it gets your quarterback has to adjust his feet immediately. Um, so many things happen if your center gets pushed back. But that I mean, that's every tackle, you know, defensive tackles dream is to push the center into the damn quarterback or the, you know, disrupt the handoff. Um, not ideal, not good, Bob. Not great, uh, not great, Bob. Not, not great. great, Bob. Um, thought Leonard as as a whole, he played okay. Took a stupid penalty in the heat of the yep. moment. Um, you know, the rest of the offensive line was 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 serviceable. They did what they needed to do, but the center situation is is not help, helpful. Uh, yeah, I'll say it. They were disappointing. Or Kingsley was disappointed. I'll say it absolutely. In serviceable, I mean, you're average. Yeah, that's that's it's, it's crap. So I mean, you have a arguably a first. He'll be, he'll go worst case third round. He's he's sniffing the end of the first. He's that good. Arguably, arguably the best guard in the country. So he, uh, you have Torrance, who you know it was banged up. Ethan White has significantly regressed this season. Uh, Garage, I mean, he's. I'll take him, love tackle. And then we've had we've been at decent play at right tackle, but end of the day, as a unit playing bill. If you're getting average at best, it's just it's not getting the job done. We are we're just totally unable to run through the, you know, up the middle. You're just running they're hitting on the great wall. So most happens. quarterbacks we would take a lot more sacks than we take. AR saves makes that stat. Oh, absolutely. A lot better. Absolutely. So it's and uh and that's just my uh, opinion on that. Now, just moving down to running backs, we actually got some great, great talk points on that. So, just uh, we just 
it coincides with the O-line, just lack of running lanes, and like I said, especially up the middle. Did you guys notice that at all? Yeah, yeah it was tight. I mean, oh, sorry, Wes. Go no, ahead. no, well, to me, a couple of runs, um, Montreal missed some cutbacks that he was hitting early on. I don't know if this was because he was playing LSU and uh, the Louisiana thing, but I'm used to him seeing that cutback. He missed a lot. Mike, I don't know if he would close his eyes and just ran. You know, he, he was saying he was hitting the wall in the middle. The cutback lanes were there, and okay. he's great at that. And for some reason last night, it felt like he closed his eyes and just ran straight ahead. He looked like Trent Richardson in the NFL. I don't know what was going on with him last night. Um, Etienne was the same guy he was. Uh, it was good to see him on kick return. I told people he was back there. They just need to switch him to Henderson, and that's what they did. They just switched Henderson to the up man, and we saw that on the very first play of the game. They never kicked him again after that. So uh, Etienne was Etienne. He always makes the first man miss, it seems like. Um, but a couple times he just had nowhere to go. I uh, speaking to you guys' point about the offensive line. All right, perfect. Appreciate that. Now, um, there's one thing uh, for us actually. So, and I'm, a, you know me, I'm a big, huge ATN fan. But one thing I, I I noticed, and I this is only off one play, so this is not an overall you know review of him. And I was saying there may be certain points, reasons why he's not getting these carries, or why he's not on the field as much as he should be. Him being a true freshman, you know, so on and so forth. One play in particular, he was a uh, a pass pro. He got absolutely obliterated. And then luckily, you know, AR got at, you know, was able to avoid. I know which play you're talking about. Yeah, it was was just, it wasn't even a move. It was an overload, though. They overloaded and he misread and he misread the blitz. And and I remember. I mean, he couldn't. The guy said, I'm a grown man and you're a boy. That's what the guy said. (laughs) Actually, it was a no, no. That's a quote. Hersh, I think you're you're talking I about. I think I'm talking about a different one. Different, different play. The play that you're talking about, that wasn't. He on went ETN. left. He went left, and the blitz came right. That was on Kingsley because Ar after the play got on Kingsley because Kingsley called out the block. Ar like you said, we should slant this way, and then Ar told well, Etn. To and that's a, that <laughs> that's a further yeah. indictment. That's a further indictment. Kingsley. <laughs> that was on Kingsley so. on your play, Tom Hersh. But yeah, I just wanted to touch on that. Um, I, I like I said, I would like um, I'm gonna check more into you know the pass for between the running backs, but I, I, that's just one of the I, I think one of the reasons why if people do have that question, that could uh, be a part of that. Now I think hey, Lingard, huh? <laughs> Getting some carries. Hey, I'm honestly I'm ecstatic for the guy. He's shown so much resolve. You know, pretty much putting his head down, and you know he's. Had some issues with the staff lately, but you know he he when he's had that one catch and just bullied his way for the first down, and he's definitely had some nice reps. What did you guys think about that? Let me uh, I know we talked about this before. Let me let me share my thoughts on Lingard and why and and a reason why he doesn't play as much over the other running backs. I saw a lot of people. Oh my God, he's so fast. He is. He's super fast, and, and he strong. runs like a. And he runs like a freight train. Do not get me wrong, but he can't cut. He's not a cutting running back. He is a hit the hole. hundred. If Now, third and three, third and two, you want to run the ball? I, I'm all for putting him in there and running the ball because he's going to hit the hole at 100 miles an hour, and whoever's in front of him, he's going to hit, and he's going to push. I, I love his mentality of that. He's just not as good to me as, say, Etienne is and, and the other running backs that maybe taking a jump cut 
are, you know, reading, oh, my hole's not there where it's supposed to be. I see it opening up to the outside. Let me slide, you know, that's not his strength. And I think that's what and, keeps him maybe from, from playing as much in a zone read offense. And to uh, the point that Mike just made, uh, we came out of a timeout. And I know you were talking about Etienne and being younger. The the not the thing that we've heard about uh, him is it may be a playbook thing. He ran the wrong play on the – he ran the wrong direct. If I got to go between him and AR on that fake, that bootleg fake that they ran, he went the wrong direction. So that may be another reason why he doesn't get a lot of playing time either. It was a bootleg fake, and he ran – AR was there trying to turn around and hand off the ball to him, and he wasn't even there, so – that, that that could be another reason as well why he don't get a lot of PT. All right, now uh, now for Anthony Richardson, um, he actually uh, had a, that, I'd say a, a solid to a plus graded game, and um, I'm sure you know um, I'm somewhat critical of him, but just trying to you know uphold the Gator standard. But no, uh, stat wise, passing 15 to 25, 185 yards, 60 percent completion percent. Like I said, a lot of throwaways in those, in those 10. Yeah. Which, hey, smart. Hey, I'll take it sometimes. Live to see another day. Rather see it than throw in a double coverage just to get the ball out of your hand. Absolutely. 7.4 yards, one touchdown, and no interceptions. That's why I'm a big fan of that. Rushing. <laughs> this is where he really did his damage. Nine attempts for 109 yards, 12.1 um, for an average, a touchdown, and a long of 81. And one of th- that one run, I don't know if you guys could tell – on the TV was literally right after they're actually LSU's band was still playing. Oh yeah. It was quick. Yeah. They were literally still playing while we were booing. He made so. a great play and, and pointed out his block pointed it out. Yep. You know, 294 total yards, no turnovers. So what do you guys think of his day overall? I, I was a huge fan because I, all I need is average play. To me, he played above average. Uh, we, we talked about consistency with AR and, you guys wanted to see that. I always said he was young guys let him, and I agree with you, he should be more consistent. Uh, he needed to be more consistent, and he has been the last couple of weeks. We haven't, uh, we've, we've had what South Florida and Kentucky have been horrible. Like, Kentucky was just, I don't ever want to see that AR performance again. But against, I don't think he does either. <laughs> uh, but I guess everybody else that we played to me, He's been he's been he wasn't he hasn't been that AR that we saw against Kentucky, and I don't ever want every quarterback has a bad game, uh, but he shouldn't have that bad of a game. So he's been no, consistent. I agree, but at the same time, you can't say consistency. He had sixty six yards passing last week, so I mean that's I keep telling I don't want I don't want these huge ups and downs, but like if he would have had one hundred twenty, let's say one hundred thirty yards with. 60 yards rushing, you know, like I said, I don't need this monster game, but like to me, last game's inexcusable. So at this point, once again, I need a decent game to follow this game. I mean, Hirsch, what do you think about that? What, do, you, do you see the point I'm coming from compared yeah, to last Yeah, I, I understand I mean, what you're what, saying. What, you, you, what, you, um, what are your thoughts? We we talked about it last week. I, I, I still, I don't know what happened at halftime last week of that game, but the AR we've seen since halftime of last week's game is the AR we need to see all the time. Um, not not afraid to run when he needs to run. Running hard, not 
kind of just tiptoeing his way through it. I, I'd still like someone to teach him how to slide sometimes because some of his slides are just frightening. Um, I, he, he lands on his shoulder and weird. I just, but let me tell you what, what one takeaway I have from AR in this game, the very first pass. Um, that was a progression in AR I have not seen yet because he did not throw it hard. He didn't wind up and just throw the hell out of it. He he lofted it up and let Shorter run underneath it. Yep. And that's a throw we have not seen from him at all. Um, that was that was the kind of throw that we need to see out of him. He has the arm. It was effortless. The throw was just eff- he just kind of like he was just playing catch with somebody. Yeah. It, it was the, it was similar. I didn't mean to cut you off. It was similar to the Eastern Washington uh, play to, to Shorter. We threw yeah. that bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's that's not that's something that at the beginning of the season he would have just thrown the crap out of the ball and it would have sailed out of the end zone. So uh-huh. I really like seeing that. So that that's a that's just the one point that I wanted to bring up that I saw that was progression to me. Wes, did you have any one last thought on the R? No, I mean the other point we we'll we'll discuss that later, but yeah, he was he was fine to me. I like I love it. Okay. All right. Now, uh, the roughing the pass a penalty on uh, Mr. Dexter. Uh, one, <laughs> so when I saw it, I mean, everyone's like, oh, my goodness, the comebacks, you know, it's about to really happen. Holy crap. So here's a crazy thing. No one even heard in the stadium. No one even knew. Yeah, yeah. No one, uh, no we one heard it. We didn't no know anyone heard it. it was, nothing went over the loudspeaker. And next thing you know, everyone turns around from cheering. This has been a crap load of games. We turn around. They're lined up. So I don't know what. I don't know if this has to be reviewed by Sankley and gang, but something was, something's off here. What are you guys' thoughts on that? The referee had to call it on the replay. The side, the back judge didn't call it. You can see him looking at the play right like Directly looking at, it. so it had to be the white hat referee. It wasn't the back judge because the back judge is looking. He didn't make the call, even though it was the right call. Uh, ten times, and I, I was going to ask you this because I knew we were going to discuss it. You being a D lineman, I've never had to go tackle a quarterback in the backfield unless on a corner blitz. The NFL and the uh, college game is kind of different on uh, roughing the passes because I is. saw Bryce Young get hit in the head a couple times yesterday, and no call was made. But I thought head neck area. You strike the quarterback, that's a penalty. Not targeting, but just a penalty. But I don't see that get called in college. Anyway, that's, that's not our game, but I'm just pointing that reference out to say I think it's called differently in college. But he did put all of his weight on. In the NFL, that's a penalty. But in college, I don't know. I haven't seen that one been called when you lay all your weight on the quarterback in college. Um, so... Yeah, no, there's a lot of variables that go into play. Um, it's pretty much just like if you have the opportunity to, and I want to say, if I'm incorrect, you know, I'll take the heat on that. But essentially, if you have the opportunity to let up, you're, you're okay. Uh, if you have the opportunity to, you know, not take him to the ground, then um, it'll be a penalty. He could have No, no. So you, when I played about a decade ago, you had – you have, you, in your head, you have two steps. Now, you know, with the rules, probably step and a half. That was step and a half. So he got to him on time. 
in terms of falling down, I mean, what do you want? I mean, it's it, at that quicker decision. It's not a penalty, in my opinion. I, I mean, Hirsch, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm mixed. I mean, I see both sides of it. It's one of those things that maybe if he'd have just when he takes him down, if he'd have kind of rolled with him a little bit, maybe they That's call it I'm a saying. different way. It's, he's it's coming from he's six, coming from a straight shot. He's six seven, three hundred and ten pounds. You're, you're, I'm totally you, can't, you can't stop that that train on the track. You're coming you from can't. a straight shot. I mean, you're, um, like some of these tar- targeting. It's not. It's not realistic. I, I understand that. It's but because like I come off, and I hate to bring this up, but the week before in the Falcons game, the the pass, you know, the rough and the passer they gave on Brady was because of the way the guy rolled and slung him. Yeah. Like, well, that's, a, that's a Tom Brady call because it happened, I'm, it happened I'm, in the, the I'm in the mindset now, and I was the one cussing my TV at the top of my lungs because I'm just, what do you want these guys to do? What yeah. do you want? What do you want a 300 pound man to do on a full head of steam at the quarterback? Especially when they're already committed, and like, do you want him to just carry him down the field? Should he have just picked him up and carried him down the field? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and a lot of people that never played it, for example, like, oh, that's targeting. I'm like, well, you don't realize the guy's literally already launched. His launch point. You can't stop three hundred pounds. Well, you he's just... like, let's see, regular targeting call. <laughs> if you launch, and your launch point was correct to hit him at a certain point, and he dives lower. Oh, it's, it's head to head. Well, he dived after you committed. So, anyways, just want to uh, get, uh, touch on that for a little bit. All right, short and sweet. I mean, I'm, I'll do it in one word. How would you describe this team's makeup? I'll start. Um, I'm going to say resilient, and because that third quarter, man, that <laughs> it was rough, but. If that penalty doesn't occur, man, it, like that's that stadium was rocking. That's and you could tell else you were shook. So and who knows what happens, you know, when we get the ball, all that momentum swamp behind them, behind them. So definitely, it shows resiliency. Mullins players aside, it shows that's a true progression. Say what you want about the team, the defense, you know, all these horrible defensive stats, this team doesn't give up. I literally said, I mean, like all of last year, the coaches and the team quit. Just quit, Let you know, not during a game. Literally before each game, the team game was already over. So that's what I love about this team. Go ahead, Wes. Um, just fighters, I keep it short. Uh, just did they, they fight, kind of try to use a simile to what Mike uh, just said in resilient because – uh, I feel the same way. They didn't give up. Uh, we saw this against Tennessee as well, uh, and they tried to make that comeback as well. So uh, it was good to see. There's still some, maybe some apples in there that you probably want to get out. Big shout out to Ventura Miller uh, for bringing the team on this and, and turning to the defense uh, as he did on the. We, we have some leaders on this guy on this team. Uh, so big again, big shout out to Ventura Miller for doing that. So we do have some fighters on this team. And some real leaders and some guys who, who care. So uh, we just got to get some of those me guys out of here. Yeah, um, I don't have a one-word, you know, description for it. Um, like Mike said, very resilient. I love their fight. Um, 
I just, I just, I don't know. I, I just want to see more heart. That's, that's what I want to see. I want to see more heart from some guys on defense. I want to see them. I want to see 11 guys that, that work like Ventrell does. That's, that's my thing. I, 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 I think you up for that. Got it. <laughs> I just, that's what I want to see. Um, but that's it. I mean, okay. I, I love, I love the guys. I just, I just want to see more heart. I don't love them all. I actually dislike some of the passion, but <laughs> all right. Now moving on. Wes, you got some board of streets. You got some, some, uh, some folks got some questions for us. Yeah, we got some uh, questions from our Facebook page about the game from yesterday. So I'm going to shoot this at you guys and see you guys' opinions. Thank you guys for the questions. Uh, the first one comes from Justin Woods. Uh, he says, how do you guys think the game turned out uh, if Marshall's interception counts? I got this, Hirsch. Uh, yeah, we win. Third quarter, like the third quarter, if you survive, you weather that storm, and you come like, I think that would have taken the, the taken the um their soul, and we you know band shut up. Like I said, AR, they have all that momentum. Bands talking crap. AR, eighty one yard game, boom, shut, shut the hell up. Next, we're scoring. Got it. We actually get a stop. Literally, work the fans are like, please, just one one stop. Please. Well, we got more to stop. We got to pick. And at that point, the defense has confidence. So you score, who say you don't get another stop? So if you're worse, but position group secondary, who is playing awful at the, the, that day, has confidence, there you go. So we will win that game. I don't disagree. I mean, it would have been a fight, but we definitely would have had the momentum had definitely swung our way. Um, so I, I definitely think we would have – it would have been fun to watch. It would have been a lot more fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I agree. Uh, I think we put out uh, momentum, in, in, especially in college football, is a big thing, and we had completely switched. Uh, the team was what, the, the, what we play at the end of the third quarter, didn't back down. So uh, I think that carried us in, in the fourth a lot, and I think we would have won it. Um, we have another question from Josh Humains. I'm going to go to you with this one first, Hirsch. He says uh, he piggybacked off Justin Woods' question. If uh, we do get the pick and we go down and say we score, because I was thinking this in my head, like, would Napier go for two? Uh, that was his question. Do you think Napier goes for two uh, if we get the ball back and drive? No. I don't think he would have. I, I know that seems to be like – the, the, his his thing, and I, I know he's been kind of putting that, but no, I don't think so. I think he would have played the momentum and, and you know, thought maybe that would have given the defense the spark they needed. I, I My personal belief, I don't think he's – I don't see Billy being that kind of coach. He may be completely prove me wrong, and I know people are going to say, well, he did it at Tennessee and all that, and that's fine. Um, that don't take analytics. my talking points. Yeah, that was the analytics thing. Don't take the talking point. <laughs> you good, Hirsch? Yeah, I'm done. All right. So I was literally going to say, uh, put the Tennessee film. It's calling him Billy Balls. So, I mean, not to mention, he actually went for it um, about, uh, on the other side of the field. I want him to kick the field goal, but he just goes for it. That may just be this season, but this season he goes for it. 
So you don't, even though they may have gotten another stop, maybe we have no, you have to go into every possession knowing not if we can stop them, how many plays until they score. I'm not yeah. even trying to be ne- negative. <laughs> no, we were horrible. We were awful. Yeah. So, and, I mean, it's just, like our best corners. Look, I mean, yeah, he got the pick, but, I mean, to his standard, playing like crap, he played decent. Don't get me wrong. He wasn't awful in the game, but, I mean, we just – we're not playing well on defense. So, make it a one-play game. Don't extend the game. Like, Hurst is talking more traditional – Absolutely. All right, you got the momentum. Yeah. But we literally could not stop them on defense. So go go for the throat. And yeah. you lose it. Hey, I don't mind losing going a two-point conversion. I do not when your defense is fine like that. I can I can hold my head up high. Yeah, I I kind of agree with Mike. I think he goes for it. And the reason why I say I think he goes for it, because we couldn't stop them. And that if you go into overtime. We don't stop them. I'd rather go for the kill right there. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think so. So I'll keep that short. A couple more guys. We have time for a couple more. Then we can do a couple more here. Yeah, just so we Get got them a in. little short sweet. All right. So we keep, we're going to kind of keep these kind of short, your responses on these guys. Uh, this is from Bo Dawes. Any compared to last year's defense, he said in modern history, but to compare this defense, because a lot of people talk about Grantham. Uh, as far as showing, uh, as far as one of the worst, <laughs> can get, Mike already shot out some numbers earlier of where we are ranked. I don't know if we can get any worse, but Hurst, just compare this defense to, because I know you looked up some numbers earlier, compare this defense to last year's defense. Oh, I'd love to say they were better, but they're just not. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how, how do you know this? Is that like personal <laughs> opinion? What are you talking about, dude? You're fine. <laughs> Statistically speaking, <laughs> um, last year's team averaged giving up 26 and a half points a game. So far this year, we're at 28.14 points a game. So if that's not bad enough, <laughs> this year we're, we're averaging giving up. Um, last year, excuse me, we gave up 367 yards a game. And at this point in the season, this year, we're giving up 430 yards a game. That's that's we're arguably on track for one of the worst defenses in in UF history right now, um, statistically speaking. Uh, we've got to see some improvements. Um, the road isn't going to get any easier. We got UGA next in two weeks. Then A and M at A and M, and they're not a good offense. But neither are a lot of the teams we've played. We 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 <laughs> we might be the medicine they need. You know how team talk about? Yeah, we might need to play them to fix our problems. We that's not who you want to. That's not where you want to live. Um. So yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, we're the worst. <laughs> we're, 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 we suck. <laughs> um, oh, hey, well, so I have a question for you. Do you know offhand? I actually see you paying attention, or better if you recall, how many teams are in the FBS? 131. 131. 
Guess what we rank on opponent third down conversion percentage. It's crazy. Mm. Um, 131. So being dead last. It's pretty yeah, bad. Equates to <laughs> we suck. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, hey, I'm not saying can't. And um, we bottomed out. Todd Grantham, T-Bow's uh, Heisman year. That was my initial guess, but this year's even worse. All right. Bateman got us. <laughs> Hit us with one more, Wes. All right, this will be the last one because people, it's been everywhere, message boards, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you get it from, everybody's been saying this. Uh, for the last couple of weeks, even with offense and defensive struggles, uh, and this is from Drew McFarlane, he's, he's asking uh, this. Uh, he wants us to talk about uh, should we get ahead, uh, and we've kind of already talked on this, should we get ahead of hiring a new D.C., and does Billy need to hire an O.C. to help him focus on other areas of the teams doing games? You mind if I take this, Hirsch? Go right ahead. All right, O.C., absolutely not. Um, outside of the Kentucky game, which, uh, you know, land bass, Billy, four, is, we've progressed, you know, it's throughout the whole season. Uh, you know, it's AR has had his when he you know can throw the ball. I mean, it's hard to get. You cannot game plan when a quarterback can't throw the ball. Um, but he's also you got at the same time throw, unless uh, you put the backup in. I'm, I, let, hey, I'm not, I, don't think <laughs> I know, I know. I just had to. So, I had to throw I know. that curve. I'm not fighting. I'm not. Hey, not no nope, nope, <laughs> hanging fruit. No, but anyways, at the same time, you're looking at Utah. You're looking at the uh, uh, Tennessee game. This game. Listen, you. Team is progressing. We're going to get more talent in. The O-line is not it right now. Billy's fine, okay? All right, now with that being said, D.C., I thought about it. Um, I'm Like I said, just take a step back. Is it horrible right now? Yes. Is Do I see light at the end of the tunnel? Absolutely, okay? Too many of his peers, Tony's peers, have said this guy's not these outstanding, like, Future star, so it, it, I think he, he just probably needs a, a, a decent safety as well. So I think our safety players really inhibiting him from what he wants to run at corner. Look at the cornerback class we're getting in. This um, safety or secondary class we're getting in. You know, got Kamari last or the secondary class we got with Kamari and more last year. We're gonna be fine. Um, now, after, if next year occurs, absolutely. Okay. But I think he definitely needs two years. Um, just a quick point to piggyback off of what Mike said. Um, there's a reason this recruiting class is defensive heavy. Um, the staff evaluated and realized how bad the talent was on the defensive side of the ball as a whole. And they're trying to flip that as quickly as possible. Um, I think you'll still see a lot more faces leave after this season. Yeah. And um, uh, especially kids maybe flipping the bird and saying F this team on, you know, their social media. Not yep. a good look. Um, but anyway, I think you'll see a lot more guys leave, and I think you'll see us hit the portal fairly hard on both sides yep. of the ball as well. So and and uh, since uh, and also her since they put on the outs, you know, you know, furthest away from the ball, they're, they're uh, easiest, they're quickest to adapt. Yep. Playing early, the playing early. Yep. All right, Wes. Thank you so much for those questions. Oh, you got appreciate it. that, Wes. Yeah, Wes? just 
just want to do my, my follow up to what you guys were saying. Uh, this, guy, this guy, Inky Johnson, I listened to. He said this on something he was speaking. He spoke to Florida too. Uh, very good speaker. He said this the best thing you can do is do the wrong thing and get a positive result. We saw Mullen. We saw do if you do the wrong thing, get a positive result. You're thinking that way works. We saw Mullen. We saw McElwain go to the SEC championship game his first second year. We saw Mullen go to a New Year's Six bowl game, and we thought that worked. That was fool's goal. So to our fans that are thinking, I see what you're saying. I see. Yeah, what you're you, saying. you think it was backwards? Just, no. You no. You say it was the best thing or worst thing? No. To do if you do the wrong thing and get a positive result, you think that way works, and it's not. Sometimes it's, yeah, it's the worst thing. Yeah. yeah sometimes you can do I, the wrong I, I, thing. Yeah. Sometimes you can do the wrong thing and get a positive result, and that can be the worst thing that happens to you. And my point to that is we have to realize we saw Mullen and McElwain and we thought, hey, they were the New Year's Six Bowl, SEC Championship game, and that wasn't the right way to run the program. It was fool's goal. And to me, it's good to see the flaws now from Tony and uh, uh, Billy Napier, not the flaws, but for them to see things that are not working and realize uh, things they need to improve on. So I don't mind the, the, the learning curve, the learning that they need to do and the things that are going wrong because that's only going to make them better. So, so yeah. uh, year one, Mike kind of spoke to this. Hershey spoke to this about this is a year to get to get better. They're going to use this year to get better, and I trust in the yeah. staff. So. And both cool. those both those coaches inherited significantly better talented exactly. rosters. So, yeah. and honestly, that thought process is probably why I'm still single. So, okay, <laughs> <laughs> guys, um, real quick before we exit. Expectations? Are we still in the same boat? I know Mike. Absolutely, six Mike's, to ten wins, Mike's, baby. Mike six to ten. Six to ten wins. And, and, and yeah, we're beating we're hey. beating South Carolina. I mean, we're in what? And Vandy. So and Vandy. <laughs> and then we're. Hey, I'm gonna be up in the trenches up right after my birthday. It's, up in up in Cali and a and uh, Tally Ho. You know, taking down this town. Let's Let's go. We need I'm some chilling. definite six improvement before we head to Tally because six to 10 wins. I I want to beat those guys and. Right now, I don't know if that would happen. It'd be a dang dog fight the whole game. So we need to get better. <laughs> Wes, you still where are you still sitting? Your expectations um, higher, or lower? They they, they went lower. Well, I was lost having the game, so it's got to be lower. Yeah, <laughs> I I, I kind of honest. I I, I, I'm, I just want to see the team continue to get better. So that's that's a, why- that's a good answer. That's a that's a. That's a perfectly acceptable answer. Um, I, I said eight and four, seven and five. Right now, I'm seven and five is definitely looking a lot more likely, and um, it's going to take some work to get there. Like it's not that ain't no gimme. A bowl game isn't a gimme right now. You're gonna have to these boys gonna have to work and take some yep. pride. Uh-huh. And that's where I said you're gonna have to show some heart. And leaders need to lead, and guys that are just here for a paycheck and, you know, trying to get their draft status where it needs to be. I ain't, I ain't you know, I ain't got a lot of love for you. But anyway, guys, we're going to jump on out of here. We appreciate it. We tried to keep it short, sweet, to the point. And, uh, you know, I, I hope we covered everything that was that y'all are feeling out there. And, you know, we're hurting today, but hopefully – you know, we just see we use this bye week to get a little better. Like Mike always says, you're not getting better. You're getting worse. That's right. So, guys, with that being said, y'all got anything you want to jump, you want to add in before you get out of here? 
Mike, you want to plug? Yeah, in? I think the one thing was it's going to be um, yeah with Mike in the trenches. We have that content. We have that thread going on Twitter um, uh, every Saturday I'm at the game, but also have a reel on Facebook. You can definitely check out, and um, I do add the content. It's it's in its own. Um, category on youtube as well that will be uploaded later tonight so i highly encourage you guys to check it out just you know, and i know it's uh you know some people are you know cross country or have other obligations so i always highly encourage you guys to check it out on um, you know i have all the other games that i've been to they are loaded up there so um yeah just to uh keep you guys engaged and um if you have anything you want me to check out while i'm on, you know floating around campus let me know i can um see if it's time to put me put it on my docket Absolutely. Good content, good videos, fun times. Um, Wes, Wes been doing a great job with Facebook. Wes, you want to talk about that for real quick? No, just shout out to our new members. Uh, appreciate you guys for joining. Uh, we continue to post and update you. We are a recruiting-based uh, podcast, but we, as you can see, cover the games and everything as well. So you'll be getting a lot of information uh, from us and just appreciate all the new members that we got on there. Um, and we will continue to give you the best content we can. Absolutely. That is what we strive for. Guys, um, once again, just thank you so much for all your support. Uh, Make sure you go download each and every episode. Like I said at the beginning, we're available wherever you get your podcast from. You can find us. Just search Respect Our Decision, and we will be there. As always, though, make sure if you want to go check us out on YouTube, do that. Subscribe to the channel, like I've said before. Even if you don't watch YouTube and you 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 know you want to be uh help help a few gators out, go on to YouTube and just subscribe to our channel. It helps us tremendously in the in the end of the day. Um, make sure you like and hit the notification button there. And as always, guys, if you'd like to support us as creators, check out our Patreon. And um, as we said, everything that we get goes right back into our show so that we can create better content for y'all going forward. So with that being said, guys, we're going to jump on out of here. Uh, we got a bye week this week. I think we should be safe to win that one. Um, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll try to spend the week gathering up information on how the big recruiting weekend went, and we'll try to make sure we talk about that this week on our week on our episode, working on trying to get us a, a, a guest maybe this week so we can um, – maybe have somebody to talk to about UGA week, things like that. So uh, keep an eye out. We'll try to announce that on Twitter if that comes to pass ahead of time. But with that being said, guys, thank you as always. We're going to jump on out of here. Don't dwell on the, don't dwell on things too long, guys. Just let it go and uh, move, let's move on down the road. Till then, it's go Gators. Gators. Yes, sir. Go Gators. All right, guys. We love you. Peace out.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.